the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show, and it is the final hour of the week. First Friday, I've been here in a while. I've been gone the last three Fridays. So you get the uh, full Friday Hooli show via podcast. Aaron puts that on the website, 989theanswer.com. Search listen and shows and you will find it. Send it to your friends. It's distilled down to 20-minute increments of each half hour of the show. And we appreciate you sending that out and uh, being a member of our audience. You can always email me, Bruce, at 989theanswer.com. You can always uh, call the show, 844 844- Talk 989-844-TALK-989. I started this show uh, right before the presidential election of 2020 and hoped that I would be going forward in an era defined by the second term of Donald J. Trump. Of course, that did not happen. I have been here for the first... consequential year of the Biden administration. And my hope is that I'll have better luck getting results that I want in the next major election, which will be the midterms this November. As Biden's policies took hold during his first year in office, I held out hope that His power would be diminished by what happens in the midterm election. But I worried because I thought, "Mm, a country that could elect this guy is a country I no longer understand and no longer identify with. So maybe I'm a weirdo. Maybe I'm a wacko. Maybe I'm out there. And in times where I wonder, am I doing any good here? Am I doing more than just complaining? Uh, One of the things that has encouraged me is a friend who said, You give voice to the people who need to hear what you have to say just so they know they're not alone. And that means a lot to me. And I do, from time to time, stress the fact that we are not alone and we must continue to stand for truth. There's an important nuanced difference between fighting (laughs) and standing. And honestly, I'm probably too often more often, on the side of fighting rather than standing. That's a personal weakness. I'm a confrontational person. I'm an argumentative person. I'm a person that has the fairness gene like about a million times over, and that's not good because it gets in the way of me just standing firmly, which is biblical, Ephesians 6.10, and fighting, being impetuous like Peter was when he sliced off the ear of the high priest's servant. And so, I worried as Biden's numbers started to plummet and I started to contemplate what could happen in the midterms, there was always this nagging fear in my mind that 
Well, he's got a lot of time to make that up. Maybe something good will happen. There'll be who knows what. And it's really hard for people to 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 stay angry, to stay motivated. Sure, they don't like what happened in Afghanistan. People will forget that. That was my fear. They don't like what's going on at the southern border, but the media is not really covering it anymore. Only Bill Malusian from Fox. It won't have the kind of consequences it could have. And then we got the Glenn Youngkin phenomenon in Virginia. And I got hopeful because if you're looking for something that sustains a political movement, I think the threat to kids is more long-lasting. The belief among a big, big number of parents and grandparents that, hey, the people who have charge of academia, fed by the people who have charge of media and influencers out there, they don't have the authentic best interests of kids at heart. That I thought, ah, that could resonate. That could resonate. It got Glenn Youngkin elected in a state that went heavy for Joe Biden just a year later. That's got some staying power. And now we have another thing that I think also has staying power. And honestly, I don't know how to characterize it any way other than to say the craziness, the detachment from reality of Democrats is such that I just do not believe most voters in our country share their top priority on the left, nor do they believe in it. And I'm talking about the sacrifice of centuries old acknowledged truth in the face of wokeism, in the face of what is a woman? A bathroom for girls is only for girls? Not in the democratic world. Not in the leftist world. Girls sports, Title IX, equal opportunity, war on women, Me Too movement. All previous agenda items of Democrats now sacrificed on the altar of Leah Thomas. And I don't think America shares that opinion. And now the left, because Biden's in office and they got 50 senators, and they got Kamala. They're going to get a woman. Well, <laughs> they're going to get a justice on the court who at one time is being celebrated for in some senator's addresses to her during her confirmation hearings is being celebrated for being a black woman, and yet she cannot say and will not say she is a woman. And I think America, not white America, not conservative America, not GOP America, not right-wing America, not Russia's America, but America, I think America looks at that and says, That is nuts. What is wrong with her? What is wrong with them? 
And again, I get criticized by people who say, oh, you're really a Christian. You really hate those transgender people. Very critical of you. Very hypocritical of you. This is where people don't understand at all the objection that I have. The objection is my disdain is not aimed at Leah Thomas, the person. My disdain is aimed at the culture, the people who have the power to put that outright lie out there on public view and position it as truth. And the reason why I have utter disdain for that is twofold. Number one, because as a husband and father, my duty is to protect the women in my life. The three daughters I have, the wife I have. To esteem them, to honor them, and denigrating what defines them as different from males in our society is not honoring them. And the second part is, of course, that every human being is designed by, known by, the God who created them before they are created. And so to get on board with, and they were born a man, but they're really a woman, they were born a woman, they're really a man, would be that that God is a God of mistakes. And the God that I worship, the God that anyone should worship, is not a God of mistakes. And so I don't believe America is on board at all, at all, with the zealotry of a segment of our population that I think is dramatically outnumbered in its allegiance to the lie of transgenderism. My disdain, again, is not for the transgender person. I have, I have more empathy for them than the people who would celebrate their existence because they're celebrating their mental disconnect between their biological reality and their cognitive reality. They are the ones, the people who put them on a pedestal and tell them, you're doing the right thing, you're on the right track, you're recognizing, living your authentic self. They are consigning them to a life of misery and constant questioning of their existence. Those of us who oppose it are A, standing up for truth, A, standing up for an orderly country where the divine differences between people must be acknowledged and protected, but also from saving the most vulnerable from the people that would tell them things that ultimately will lead them to a life of misery. So that is what I see out there. The Democrats are going to take a bloodbath in the fall. They have earned it. I find it fitting that it was the Today Show that altered a photograph of transgender swimmer Leah Thomas. 
Remember Brian Williams and his uh, retelling of his uh, heroic actions as a war correspondent? Uh, when, in fact, he uh, was not even where he said he was when he was being a heroic war correspondent. Uh, NBC is, of course, the purveyor of MSNBC, where uh, Rachel Maddow uh, tells an alternative version of the truth uh, that authentically would be labeled lies, or used to, before she decided to uh, play hard to get, causing NBC to offer her even more money because she has the last vestiges of an audience that Fox hasn't already acquired all to itself. So, the Today Show running a photo of Leah Thomas, making Leah Thomas look like more of a woman, which she is not, rather than like the biological male that Leah Thomas is, does not surprise me at all. It does, however, surprise the person who took the picture. Photojournalist Erica Denhoff told the Washington Examiner she was disappointed when she looked at the picture of Leah Thomas and first thought, hey, what's wrong with my picture? And then realized that NBC had altered the photo to make Thomas look, well, more um, more like a woman. Here's the quote from Erica Denhoff. When I first noticed the airbrushing on the segment referenced, I thought something was honestly wrong with the video. But then I watched it again and I thought, wait a minute, this appears to be intentional. Yeah, it was. She continues, Leah's features are softened. I then went to my original photo on the sites that they could access to license the photo and compared it and immediately saw a difference. Now, Erica Denhoff doesn't work for NBC. So NBC either was too stupid to think about or didn't care that that same photograph was going to run other places. And they would be found out. Do you remember O.J. Simpson's trial in 1994 in the cover of Time magazine? This is how things have changed in media since 1994. The O.J. Simpson photo on the cover of Time magazine in 1994, I think it was Time, I don't think it was Newsweek, I think it was Time, was darkened, was darkened to make O.J. look more sinister, more scary, more guilty. Can you imagine a mainstream media outlet like NBC or Time doing something like that today to make a black person look more guilty than they would be if their normal complexion were portrayed authentically? Now, I want to make clear what Time magazine did in 1994 to OJ was wrong. Just like what the Today Show did with Leah Thomas was wrong because doctoring a photograph is not being genuine. Doctoring a photograph is done to further an agenda. In the case of O.J. Simpson, the agenda was, well, this guy's clearly guilty, so let's make him look more guilty. In the case of Leah Thomas, it's, well, this is a man... Swimming as a woman, competing against other women. But the problem is she really really doesn't look like a woman. And so what can we do to make Leah Thomas look like a woman? We'll soften the contrast in the photo and soften her features and make Leah Thomas look as close as we can 
to a woman. Erica Denhoff did not appreciate that. She continues, I pride myself on providing authentic images as a photojournalist. It's really important as photojournalists that we transmit authentic photos that have not been altered. Yes, it is important to do that. But this desire to extol and elevate Leah Thomas does not stop at the Today Show. One of the races in which Leah Thomas competed at the NCAA championships, Leah Thomas did not win. Leah Thomas tied for fifth place. Now, at the NCAA championships, the top six in each race are given an award. When the swimmer who tied Leah Thomas, a actual female swimmer from the University of Kentucky, arrived at the award stand, they were told by an NCAA official, um, we don't have a fifth place award for you. You and Leah Thomas tied for fifth. So why don't you just take the sixth place trophy and why don't you just stand over there on the podium on the uh, sixth place spot? And the swimmer is like, well, why me and not Leah Thomas? Why me and not Leah Thomas? And the NCAA official basically said, um, we'd like to make Leah look as uh, as good as we could, as good as we can. So, you know, just, just, just take the sixth place and stand over there where it says six. Now, normally this would not be that big of an issue at the NCAA Women's Championships because the size of the women is such that there's room on the podium in each designated spot for two people. But, of course, Leah Thomas, compared to the size of other swimmers, is ginormous. Leah Thomas towers over the other swimmers. There is not room on that podium for another swimmer in the spot where that swimmer ties Leah Thomas. And so the girl from Kentucky had to stand where the sixth-place finisher stands because, of course, Leah Thomas must be extolled over all other swimmers because even though Leah Thomas finished fifth, tied for fifth in this particular race, we have to make Leah look as good as we possibly can. There is no photograph, authentic photograph, not the ones that they've massaged, and played with at NBC. There is no photograph from the NCAA Swimming Championships that make Leah Thomas look like the contention Leah Thomas has put forward, that Leah Thomas is a woman. None. No photograph. Not just the one NBC ran, but take a look at the photo of the swimmers jumping into the pool at the start. There are seven swimmers that are on the same plane Entering the water 
at virtually the same exact instant. And then there is one swimmer who is about a foot above the other swimmers as they dive into the pool and is going to land about three feet beyond where those swimmers land. And that swimmer who has that advantage is Leah Thomas. That's because Leah Thomas has more muscle structure, wider shoulders, narrower waist, longer legs, and limbs. Because Leah Thomas is not a woman. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.